Welcome to another episode of Spliced Together. Together. I'm Mr. Harper. Skinner. Wait, what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Harper. And I'm Michelle. Bad luck, I'm afraid. Time to die, little Robin. I hate to disappoint you, but... Rubber lips are immune to your charms. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about some Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> so we picked, this is not every Batman movie, but it's all of the, I'd say it's all the pretty important ones. I mean, all of the live action. Except for Adam West. Yep. We didn't do that. Whoops. Or the serials. Whoops. All the Batmans that everything, we saw in our lifetime. Everything 1980 and <laughs> yeah. forward. <laughs> From when um, we were born and onwards. Not, and not including most of the animated movies, because there are a gazillion of them now. Yeah. But we got the best one, which we'll get to. Um, but this is part one. This is We're splitting this up into two episodes, because it's a lot of movies, obviously. Um, and... Uh, so yeah, this one's going to come out now. Obviously, you're listening to it, but our second one's going to it's going to be a little while, and that's only because October is a very important month for us. Yeah, it's a little thing called Halloween. Yeah, so <laughs> we're not going to be talking about Batman in October. Horror, 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 horror. But we'll get back to Batman soon. But anyways, in the meantime, we're going to talk about the first four movies on our list, and that would be Batman, Batman Returns, uh, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. And Those two, the last two yeah. titles annoy the crap out of yeah, me. Yeah, it's super annoying that they're it's not. In the obviously, other supposed to be the other way around. We'll get, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's just dive right in. So our first one is Batman, nineteen eighty nine, directed by Tim Burton. Vicki Vale. Bruce Wayne. And what do you do for a living? Lieutenant, is there a six-foot bat in Gotham City? Nice outfit. I have given a name to my pain. What are you? I'm Batman. Get those wonderful toys. My life is really complex. Winged freak terrorizes. Wait till they get a load of me. (laughs) 
Yeah, directed uh, uh, Tim Burton and written by Sam Ham. These names sound so fake, by the <laughs> way. Sam Ham and Warren Scarin. Scarin and Ham. <laughs> I would like to say it's Sam Ham and Warren Scarin. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I'm uh, Warren uh, Scarin. <laughs> And Sam, um, Sam Ham. Well, it's just weird they both have last names that sort of. Is rhyme Sam Ham related to John Ham? <laughs> That's a good question. Is there a Ham family? Is dynasty? there a Mrs. <laughs> Sam Ham? Yeah. Um, so if you've never seen Batman 1989, uh, it is about the Batman of Gotham City beginning his war on crime with his first major enemy in the Joker. Um, well, who, well, he starts as Jack Napier, but becomes. The Joker. So it's very gangster related. There's a lot of like gang crime stuff. Like 30s gangster crime. Yeah, this like... whole movie is based around 30s yeah. stuff. So um Yeah, let's talk about that. So it's kind of it's not based on a specific like graphic novel or something. This is super funny and interesting to me. Like in the trivia it said that what they gave Tim Burton to like get inspiration or whatever, or even the screenwriters too, were the earliest Batman comics. Bef they were like, well, this movie's not going to have Robin, so you should only read comics before Robin appeared, which is like only comics that were put out in like the 20s. <laughs> That's very specific. Yeah. Like, I feel like you can make a Batman movie about Batman and just not have Robin in well, it. Well, it's just like funny to think this is such an early superhero movie that like they were like, let's, we got to be really specific about this. We're adapting like the earliest Batman comics that came out like 60 years ago. Mm. Um, cause I guess, you know, the idea of the graphic novel was not quite ne nearly as big as it was as it is now, obviously, but, um, so they weren't like, Oh, let's adapt this specific one or that one, you know? So it's more like, yeah, this is early Batman. So we're doing early Batman where he carries a gun and stuff. And the great depression is <laughs> <Yeah>. going on. <laughs> so obviously that aspect has a huge influence on the way the movie looks and feels. Cause I mean, that's probably the first thing to talk about in this one is that it, uh, the whole movie has a very um, 20s Art Deco, like well, it's German. Like German influence. Yeah, very German. Um, what's Cabinet the word of there? Dr. Caligari. Yeah. Um, German Expressionism. Yeah. Um, yeah, very Art Deco looking. Um, Sharp angles, uh, angles, deep shadows, uh, contrast lighting. It's like <laughs> what I wish every major city in the country actually looked like. Uh, it'd be pretty de depressing. Well, okay, maybe Everybody's not every like major city, but New York dark. ought to look like this because it's so cool. Um, so, uh, oh, we were going to mention budget and stuff for this one. So, just because it's insane how crazy the budgets get on these Batman movies. The first one, uh, this but it had a budget of thirty-five million, and it made four hundred and eleven million. So it's a it was pretty good a return, gigantic success. I wonder, like the fan base, like I mean, we have no idea what to base it on, but like, was it just kids who had read the comics all crazy excited for Batman, or was it just like, oh, Batman, let's all go see it? Yeah, it's a good question because yeah, I mean, now we think of Batman as like. A staple. The most famous yeah. character. It's pro arguably, Batman and Superman are arguably the most famous and enduring characters in any pop culture yeah. context you could think of. I mean, they've been around for a hundred years almost now. Um, but uh, well, I guess with the TV show. Yeah, I mean, the TV show was super popular. That would have made it popular, more like so mainstream. Big, but that also was t almost 30 years ago by the yeah. time this movie came out. Um so yeah, so that uh, that is a good question because you have to wonder if it's like is it mo was it mostly comic geeks and then it became like a big thing because yeah at this point um, 
in Tim Burton's career, he had only done Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Beetlejuice. Yeah. So, you know, neither of which I don't, I wouldn't think, neither of which were like huge box office successes. I mean, I think they did fine, I'm guessing. But... I think they did well. I mean, yeah. I don't have the numbers, yeah, but they just, wrong. I mean, they people still love them. So. But this was very obviously where Tim Burton became like a household name after this movie. Yeah, along with. I'm going to do that every time we yeah. say Tim Burton. Well, you should do it every time we say Danny Elfman. So, uh, yeah. I'm so you, really glad the music is good in this, too. Yeah, so obviously that's one thing we can talk about is that. <laughs> this has, I would say the most, besides the na 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 you know, yeah. besides that, this is obviously the most iconic Batman theme. Like anybody on Until the street. Hans Zimmer. Most, well, yeah. even that, like, you know, most people couldn't like hum you like the Dark Knight ba, theme. Ba, yeah, ba, I mean, we know ba. it. <laughs> <laughs> we just do it all the time. But this one also largely, I would say, because the animated series uses the same music and same thing. Yeah. Is, you know, it was like 100% cemented into my head as a child. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about some trivia. I got some stuff to tell you. So the big piece of trivia that got mentioned a lot in a couple of these movies, actually, because it had effects on the movies after this, too, is that Robin Williams was offered the role of the Joker um, and accepted the role, but essentially the studio just used that as bait for Jack Nicholson to take it. Cause they, they told Jack Nicholson, if you don't do it, Robin Williams is going to do it. And so then Jack Nicholson changed his mind and said he would. Why would that make him change his mind? I guess just cause like, Oh, well if Robin Williams is going to do this must be a bigger thing than I was thinking. Like he probably thought yeah. it was like, oh, this Tim Burton guy he made Beetlejuice. Like, I don't want to get involved with that. Robin Williams as the Joker. Let's talk about that for a minute. So yeah. I'm imagining like Mrs. Doubtfire as the Joker, which would be really fun. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of what else we had seen, what he had been in around here other than like comedies. So it would have been a pretty, not like a huge jump, but he's playing like a comedic joker but yeah. also he's like killing people you think when he fell in the acid he would have said hot jambala definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's pretty interesting um because the i feel like the only time i've ever seen him serious in a movie is like one hour photo in that svu episode and <laughs> i mean i think towards the end of his career he did a lot more yeah that's stuff. what i mean like he never before and this did he ever have a jumping on maybe not before this no but comedy. I, I think a lot of his comedic movies also had dramatic moments too like even this is doubtfire there's a fair amount of dramatic yeah. acting in that movie too but yeah and it was apparently it was a really big deal because uh, Robin Williams then he got asked to play the Riddler in Batman Forever and refused because of this. And then he refused to be in any Warner Brothers movie until the studio apologized for using him. As now bait. I'm imagining Robin Williams dressed as Jim Carrey's now the that Riddler. I would, I would love to see that. <laughs> Robin Williams with orange hair, bright green unitard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he used to do all his, fun, his yeah. crazy screams. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so this one is kind of funny. Michael Keaton, uh, who apparently calls himself a logic freak, whatever that means. He, um, okay, this is Michael Keaton. Yeah, I, <laughs> All I, the movies you do, you're really concerned yeah. about logic Multiplicity. Now? <laughs> Does multiplicity really have, you know, like a strong internal yeah. logic? I don't know. Um, 
says he was concerned that Batman's secret identity would be fairly easy to uncover, and he discussed ideas with Tim Burton to better disguise the character, including the use of contact lenses. Ultimately, he decided to perform Batman's voice at a lower register uh, than when he was Bruce Wayne, <laughs> which is obviously something that became Everybody a staple for know. every other movie following this. Yeah. So before COVID, I would have been like, how do people not realize it's him? But now, like, oh, if you cover the bottom part of your face i don't know who anybody is anymore <laughs> so if True. you covered just the top of your face i don't know if i go out with a hat and sunglasses and my face mask on i'm just a blank person yeah i could be anybody nobody knows who i am i could i could be bruce wayne i could be uh michael keaton for all you our neighbors be. know so do you think it's obvious in this movie i don't know i mean he's batman or not I don't know. There's certain certainly some stuff that points to like a lot of like one line gags and stuff that yeah. Alfred says kind of <laughs> stuff, I'm sure. Um, I'm trying to remember. OK, full full disclosure. Well, he does run around, tell everybody that he's Batman, like <laughs> in the first hour or whatever, doesn't he? What? He at, tells Vicky Vale. He's like, I'm Batman. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, that's like a big plot point. This one that Batman. he's trying. Yeah. He's trying to tell her and he can't like psych himself. Yeah. Out. And then when he does, I don't think she believes him. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I was going to say full disclosure. It's been like three months since we watched this first one. Yeah. Because <laughs> it took us a while to watch all these. Um. But yeah, I don't, this one is one of the lesser ones where it's not quite as obvious. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it's too obvious. Um, but I will say he's not like I think one thing in the Nolan movies, they make Bruce Wayne very like uh, ob obnoxious. So it's yeah, like, oh, well, he couldn't be like doing eye. the right thing because he's such yeah. an obnoxious playboy. In this one, Bruce Wayne's like a pretty decent dude. Well, it also, he doesn't seem to be like. I don't know in the public eye that much like Maybe not. compared to nolan's batman where he's like a celebrity yeah, yeah and here it's more like he's just a businessman you're like bruce who like <laughs> yeah i mean they play a little bit more with that in the next one i think it's yeah. like yeah but yeah so this one i'd say is on the lower scale before social media it would be easier to hide as batman that's true that's very true it's <laughs> a good point um and this is always funny to me that like, you know, in the, in the world we live in where like there was an outcry when Ben Affleck got cast as Batman. There's an outcry when Robert Pattinson got cast as Batman, but there was an outcry when Michael Keaton got cast as Batman. Look, um, white guys have an image of Batman in their head. If it's not themselves, then they're going to be outraged. <laughs> well, it's funny because like we were talking about with like Robin Williams and comedic roles, like it's because Michael Keaton had only done like goofy ass roles up to yeah. this point. <laughs> I mean, Beetlejuice was the last movie he did. Did he, who was the, was he in Close Encounters? Michael Keaton? I'm trying to remember if he's the dad making the mashed potato no, sculptures. No, 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 that's, um, that? that's the guy from, uh, that's, what's his name from Jaws and. Uh, well, they're the same interchangeable. <laughs> I'm, <the> same. <laughs> I'm looking at Michael Keaton's like filmography. I assume at, at this the point, time of this movie. Yeah, Beetlejuice <laughs> was right before this. Um, yeah, I don't know what else he had done before this. I don't know if like, I think Multiplicity was probably after. What about yeah. Mr. Mom? Ooh, Mr. Mom. That was before this. Okay. So, yeah. There's Mr. a whole bunch of weird movies. Mr. Batmom. Uh, Johnny Dangerously looks interesting. Gung-ho. It's all like romantic comedies. Yeah. Maybe we need to She's do a... She's having uh, a baby. <laughs> we need to do a Michael Keaton episode. Early yeah. Keaton. That's a Criterion collection. I, if I've ever heard one. Early Keaton. <laughs> um, Yeah, but they were like... 
50,000 letters sent to Warner Brothers uh, that asked them not to cast him. And all every all these producers involved, I think Tim Burton was probably the one pushing for it because obviously they knew each other from Beetlejuice. But Bob Kane, the, I'm going to put these in gigantic <laughs> air quotes, creator of Batman, uh, and Sam Hamm and the writer and Michael Islan is one of the producers, uh, really questioned it and did not want him to be Batman. But I guess yeah. Tim Burton insisted. Good for him, because... I think he's a good Batman. Yeah, let's talk about it. How is he compared to other Batman? He... And Bruce Wayne's. I, I mean, he's probably second best Batman for me. Ooh. I think Christian Bale is a really good... <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. I mean, he's... Michael Keaton is way better than Val Kilmer, George Clooney, and Ben Affleck. So that just mm-hmm. leaves mm-hmm. Christian Bale. Uh, you're forgetting my favorite Batman. Oh. Kevin Conroy. Oh, well, I'm thinking physically. Real people. Real people, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not voices. Uh, true. <laughs> um, yeah, I know a lot of, like, one of the things you hear a lot is that, like, Christian Bale plays the best Batman, but Michael Keaton plays the best Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I can see that. That's fair. Bruce, I mean, Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne is very, very good because he's very, like, kind of aloof. He definitely seems like the eccentric millionaire George in, in a lot of ways. plays the best. I don't want to be Batman anymore. <laughs> he's basically just a corpse in a bat yeah. suit. He doesn't do anything. Val Kilmer wasn't bad. He was I just... like he's the same. Blah. I don't know. Um... But yeah, I mean, safe to say, we love Michael Keaton Batman in this household. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm Batman. I'm just, just say, I'm Batman. Uh, would it, so as far as villains go, how do you think um, Jack Nicholson's Joker stacks up against other Batman movie villains? I mean, nothing's going to top Jared Leto. So. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> um, oh yeah, we never watched Suicide Squad. No, that's okay. Yeah, Batman's not in that, is he? No. Do we, they fight him? I don't know. I, yeah, I think they reference him, but he's definitely not in it. Okay. I'm never watching that movie again. Nope. Uh, so Jack Nicholson, I think he's a pretty good joker. Yeah. Like, I was totally fine with his performance. It's a very different approach than like Heath Ledger's, obviously, sure. and probably... I don't. It's probably more comedic and cartoonish with the Adam West one, but we haven't seen it. So, what's his name? I forgot. Him. What? The other Joker. Oh, in from the, the show. In the show, uh, Caesar Romero. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how to base it off of that. So he's kind of like a nice in between. This Joker doesn't have a mustache that's painted over with makeup, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I love Jack Nicholson's Joker. I think he's great. Um, I think him and Michael Keaton, both of their portrayals of the characters perfectly fit in this like uh weird art deco 20s gangster yeah. world like they they look and act exactly like you'd want them to and there's plenty of good like meta humor stuff with with joker that works really well and um, i like that he also like paints his face nor well it's like in all the other jokers it's like the joker paints his face but in this one on, he yeah. is he, his, his skin face, is bleached. Right. Like he has to put ma- normal makeup, makeup over it. Yeah, which is a cool effect. Yeah, works really well when they do that. Because I was thinking of uh, in later on with Dark Knight, how Joker takes off his makeup and what are you hiding under all that? Yeah, makeup? it's just like normal, and he's just hiding as a cop, which is cool. Yeah. I for, totally forgot about um, the Joker movie too. 
Oh, How yeah. does Joaquin Phoenix compare to all of these Who jokers? Cares? <laughs> Who cares? That's the right answer. Yeah. Jack Nicholson is way better than Joaquin Phoenix and Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not even... I, mean, I wouldn't even put those other two in, in the same yeah. contest. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, this is one of the quintessential comic book villain uh, uh, performances, for sure. Yeah. He's funny and weird and crazy. And I love, like... And naturally all the, creepy. Yeah, I love all the weird <laughs> costume changes, like when he has, like, the beret and, he has, yeah. and he's painting and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, what does he say when he walks into the gallery? It's like a famous... And he's like, let's make art or something Something like that. Like yeah. that. And then Prince comes in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I swear... I didn't see this specifically in the trivia, or I didn't write it down anyways, but I, I swear years ago I had read that at two different points in time, um, I, I can't remember which was, was going to play which character, but Prince, I think, wanted to play Batman, and yeah. Michael Jackson wanted to play the joker they should have just made their own I mean, movie yeah they I had millions that. of dollars they could have done it easily i would have been so into that yeah. <laughs> that would have been great but at least we got a major prince uh prince it was basically prince and danny elfin kind of split duties on the score a little a little yeah. in some ways which is kind of cool um so what do you think this movie batman 89 does better <laughs> than the other batman movies that we watched uh i think I like how everything looks. Yeah. Um, and I like that it's not, I don't know, it's not over the top. Like Nolan movies are like, oh, let's go crazy, big, rah, explosions. This mm -hmm. one is like, it's more simple um, and concise and you get really good character development. Yes. Uh, I agree with all that. Um, yeah. For the thing, what I kind of thought about was that, um, I mean, obviously, one thing we talked about, it, this sets up like this very unique 20s aesthetic yeah. that we've talked about a lot um, that really reflects the time that Batman was created. And yeah. that's something that none of the other movies have it's ever... It's very unique. Yeah. None of the other movies have touched on that at all. I mean, you could say Batman Begins has a little bit of that, but it's definitely very modern, too. Yeah. Um, but it feels a little more timeless, like when Bruce's childhood feels like it could potentially be in the twenties sort of. Yeah. Um, but this one really, really hardcore dives into that look and that's super interesting and different. Um, and yeah, and I think the other thing too, that this movie does super well is this movie just knows exactly what it is. Yeah. Like it's a comic book movie and it's not, but it's not like a cartoon either. It's like just the right amount of seriousness and silliness that it just balances out kind of perfectly. Yeah, I agree. And we'll, we'll see some other ones that go too far, too far in either direction <laughs> and how bad that, what a mess that makes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Any other thoughts on Batman 89? I mean, we were one year old each when this movie came out. I feel like I had some of the toys. Yeah. We didn't from talk the next about that. One. Do you remember the first time you saw this? Not really. I we had it on VHS, yeah. so I know we watched it at home at some point. I'm pretty sure I saw Batman Returns first. That's like, when I think of like Batman in my childhood, I think of Batman Returns for sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, but let's talk about that one then. Um, All right. Yeah. Batman Returns came out in 1992. I've been down here too long. It's time for me to ascend. From the sewers of Gotham, a new villain emerges. Fight me! So I crash! 
from the rooftops of Gotham. The perfect enemy comes to life. Into. You can't know to a girl like me. He plots a foul reign of destruction. My dear penguins, thanks to Batman, the time has come to punish all of Gotham! So it was directed again by Tim Burton. (laughs) Written by Daniel Waters and Sam (laughs) Hamm. That's a little more normal. Sam Hamm and Daniel I'm just going to say it's John Hamm's dad. Let's just go with it. I mean, John Hamm's pretty old. Maybe it's John Hamm's secret identity. Um, But Batman Returns follows uh, kind of, I don't know. Anyway. I was going to say <laughs> it's kind of a sequel, but then Tim Burton really didn't want nothing, it to be a sequel. There's nothing so. in common except for Batman yeah. and Alfred and some of yeah. the other supporting So guys. Batman faces off against the Penguin, who is a warped and deformed individual who is intent on being accepted into Gotham's top 1% of the 1%. <laughs> I'm here once yeah. again to ask you for Batman donations. Yeah. Uh, and Batman must attempt to clear his name against Max Shrek, who is played by Christopher Walken, while deciding how to handle the mysterious Catwoman slinking about. This is straight from Letterboxd or IMDb? It might be. I think I elaborate some of it. You didn't put the slinking, did you? No, but I did the top 1%. There you go. Meowing about. Um, This one's budget basically doubled from the first one. So it has an $80 million budget, but it made less money, 266. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Because this movie, I mean, obviously after the first one was so big, you'd think this one would be even bigger. Um, And the cast is so crazy for this time. I can't believe this movie didn't do much It's not even that far. I mean, that's still a huge profit. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I thought it would have made way more than the first movie. Yeah. I wonder um, if there was something that happened that, that kind of made that happen. From what I saw the trivia and stuff, it seemed like it was pretty popular, like because, um, <clears throat> well, I'll talk about it later. Yeah. But anyway, so I didn't really find anything that this movie was based on. Yeah, I can think of any, certainly not before 1992. I can't think of any specific 
comics that this would have been based on. Yeah. Um, and then the biggest thing was that Tim Burton. <laughs> when will this get old? I don't know. Um, has it already? Maybe. Uh, he was super against doing a direct sequel. So there was oh, yeah. a lot of like script changes and writing stuff that they had. And then they took out or swapped with people hmm. because I didn't realize this Tim Burton hates sequels. And he's like, I don't want anything really tying it to the first one. Yeah, it is kind of interesting. I never thought about it, but I think this is the only sequel he ever did. Yeah. Um, Still he wanted it to be more of a standalone story. So that's Until why... Beetlejuice 2 next year. <laughs> so that's why like Vicky Vale kind of disappears. Yeah. She, did they even mention her? They do mention. I don't remember if they say uh, like. Alfred they probably is like, what up? happened to that nice yeah. Vale woman or it whatever? It just wouldn't work out. Yeah. yeah. It's very throwaway <laughs> for sure. Uh, but the thing that I found in the trivia that makes me so mad was so in Batman. Uh, Billy D. Williams was set up to yeah. play Harvey Dent, and he was going he signed to sign on specifically because yes. he wanted to play Two Face later. Yeah, so he, um, they ended up changing the entire script based on because he hates sequels. So they were like, we're not going to have Harvey Dent like continue over from the first one, and so they, um, what they gave all of his lines like Harvey Dent's story to Christopher Walken's character. Uh, because yeah, I Harvey Dent was gonna like I guess run for mayor or something and yeah Christopher Walken's Max Shrek who's yeah. like the big like evil businessman yeah yeah that's interesting I could see that working out really well really yeah that's too bad it is bad because like it was also awesome that he cast a black actor to play sure. Harvey Dent which especially given that he's like making a movie that he's trying to be super close to like the early comics. Yeah. Obviously that wasn't the yeah. case. So yeah, that's really cool casting. Um, let's see. Uh, I have to mention, I completely forgot to say that I love, love, love the character of Knox in the first movie. And I wish he had come back. He's that, the really obnoxious journalist. who's like, can I get a grant? Hello, no. likes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love his character in the first one. It's too bad he didn't get to come. Yeah, back he's definitely the, like comic relief for yeah. that. Um. So yeah, Billy Dean Williams was set to play Harvey Dent. Uh, I'm trying to see what else. So it would have been at the end during the explosion of this movie would have given him the two face scars for the third film. The explosion, like in the sewers. Yeah. Yeah. Or like or on like the, the zoo or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then also Marlon Wayans was signed up for a Dick Grayson Robin character, which would have also set up a future yeah. plot in later films. Uh, but later on, Schumacher bought out both contracts, which I guess we could talk about later when those movies yeah. come up. Just the first in many decisions yeah. that Joel Schumacher <laughs> made that I don't agree with. Um, and then Christopher Walken's character is just his character name is referencing the star from Nosferatu. Oh, really? Yeah. So more German influence. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's interesting. Uh, so let's talk about the main star of this movie. Not Batman. It's yes. Catwoman. Yeah. And you know what? It's something I also didn't say about the first one that I hadn't thought about until we watched these two Tim Burton movies. I think one of the things that makes them really cool is that Batman is not the main character yeah. in either of these movies. And he's not, yeah. a, I wouldn't even say he's the protagonist of either one, not. especially not this one. He's like the constant yeah. and everyone else is like the more interesting shit. Right. Going like on. You, you could definitely make an argument that the Joker is the main character in yeah. the first one. And then this one is very clearly Catwoman. Yeah. And the movie starts and ends with her really. 
Yeah, so Michelle Pfeiffer plays Catwoman, and she's a total badass, and I love her, the and she's amazing. quintessential <laughs> Catwoman, like, unquestionably. Yeah, so I have a lot of Catwoman trivia. Um, so one, Michelle Pfeiffer hated the Catwoman suit. I wonder why. Yeah, she had to be vacuum-sealed into it for takes, oh and if she was left in it for too long, she would get lightheaded and pass out. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, she also had a lot of hard... Um, trouble hearing herself because her, yeah. her like it's all sealed in and it's like leather i guess pleather maybe yeah that's um wild. and so she would end up shouting her lines in timber and be like no you got to do it quieter <laughs> Take it down a notch yeah and then when i was saying before i was thought it weird that it didn't make as much money because all the Catwoman bus shelter posters they had were notoriously stolen Hmm. and they even had like police patrolling bus stops to make sure they wouldn't get taken down. I mean what can I say (laughs) Michelle Pfeiffer is too sexy. She is. (laughs) Unstoppable. Yeah but like I would have stolen one of those bus shelters. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think do we ever really well we do get a poison ivy later on. I was thinking of like other female villains. Yeah, and there's Talia Ghoul too. But she's not. And, she's not. and there's another cat. Oh my god, don't we'll, even mention yeah, that we'll one. Get to that <laughs> in uh, November. But yeah, I think Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> plays like the best version of Catwoman you could probably play. And 100% she agree. you get like her personal life and I know she's supposed to come off like drab and like oh, she's just a single woman trying to make it, but like even her apartment is really cool. I <laughs> like true. it. Well, that's because you want you. Your dream is to be a drab old cat lady. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, she's not even drab. She's still hot as a like secretary. True, like, but she's all like nerd or female whatever. frumpy. You know, yeah, whatever that's what it's they supposed to be. To be. Um, Which I get. You got to make a big difference when you like put on oh, the cat yeah. suit. Her character arc <laughs> is so awesome in this movie. Yeah. So she's eventually, and she's also sort of like, I love these Tim Burton movies really skirt the like supernatural element too. Yeah. Like really with all three of the villains in these two movies, like Joker, the whole vat of acid thing. And then Catwoman basically comes back to life because cats lick Liquor. her a bunch. I think they poured like a bunch of a uh, cat liquid like wet food oh, around it? her. Yeah. Is that your dream? You want to just be, like, <laughs> be so cat? smelly. No. Oh, it sounds awesome. <laughs> um, and then Penguin, too, is like, maybe not supernatural, but he's obviously I'm, like kind of deformed. There is some weird like global warming chemical stuff going on underneath Gotham. Like all these, yeah. like, <laughs> I don't know, environmental issues are sure. deforming people. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole thing where she's got nine lives and just her whole yeah. attitude when she's Catwoman is just so badass and confident and cool. Yeah. Um, the costume, I mean, I'm sorry that it was very uncomfortable. I can totally understand why. It's a little too tight. But it Like, they could have given her some room to breathe. But the fact that it's like, (laughs) what does she, like, cut up in her apartment to make it? I think it's just like a jacket. And she sews it together. Yeah, but she sews it. And, like, all the seams are, like, very obvious and stuff. Yeah. It's so cool I think she even went through, like, 60 cat suits. Oh, wow. I can't remember if they had to cut her out or not. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Catwoman in this movie is one of one of my if not my favorite characters in these in this whole franchise yeah. for sure i love her to death definitely and i don't really have any penguin uh trivia yeah but what do you think about danny devito i mean he's great because he's <laughs> like gross as usual. he's always sunny character <laughs> danny is so good at being like just eating like raw fish and yeah, yeah. Rawr, like drooling stuff coming out of his mouth all the time like black spit. yeah um 
yeah and i i like i feel like this movie has a really cool um like i don't know if the first movie has like a big interesting overarching theme besides yeah. like you know crime doesn't pay or something <laughs> um but uh this one is very much more it's more thematically interesting because there's a lot about like class and wealth yeah um, a lot of classism like max obviously basically gets away with murder and in the process accidentally creates Catwoman in a way and then penguin was born into wealth with Wee herman as his father by yeah. the way um <laughs> and then because you, are, but what am I? you know because he was born with uh with flippers yeah uh he got dumped in the sewer and was raised by penguins that for some was reason it the, the mom uh also from Wee. yeah i think it's the uh the waitress yeah. yeah they made it um <laughs> Uh, blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he is like, you know, former wealth who then kind of gains it back because of his like sob story. Yeah. So there's this really interesting like class warfare stuff going on. And Batman's sort of stuck in the middle of it because he's this super rich guy who's also sort of trying to fight for the poor or whatever. Yeah. So um, yeah, this movie's got a lot of interesting stuff going on in that front too. I forgot also with the penguins. So it's a mix of like animatronic penguins and real penguins. penguins are real for sure. So they <laughs> only, it was like, there were only five emperor penguins that they had to fly in from like Norway. They were the only trained penguins yeah. available. And, doesn't surprise and me. they had like their own, uh, air conditioned, like, hotel rooms and stuff but and they trash that place well they said party for a party <laughs> like, animals. actually they were like they said um the penguins were so happy that when they all returned a lot of them were pregnant <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> yeah. he's a baby boomer yeah um and there was a cute trivia that said that once they found a little penguin sleeping with one of the robot penguins ah! just like cuddled up <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cute so yeah uh yeah i love i mean this movie takes that aesthetic of batman about the original batman Man and goes even crazier with it because it's Christmas time. Yeah, it is a Christmas movie. Definitely. <laughs> um, and there's all this cool, like, penguins, like, uh, gang, they're all like Cirque du Soleil performers. So they're all like jumping around on like uh, springy feet and stilts. And like, it's funny because this one has a lot more kind of clown element stuff yeah. than the first one does, really. <coughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I love the look of all that stuff. And, uh, like even the opening, I, I'll say one thing too. I really like about these both these two Tim Burton movies is that they're very they're very clearly like, oh my God. <laughs> they're very clearly filmed on a set, and yeah. I like the way that it looks. Like it's very carefully production designed with matte paintings yeah. in the background and like like you know Batman's driving his car in the middle of the street that's clearly not a real street like it just looks great though like I love the yeah, design of everything I saw one piece of trivia but I didn't like think it was actually backed up but it claimed this was one of the last um films that was kind of traditionally shot like with sets and like everything is in a studio yeah I mean but I, could... I feel like that can't be true like there's obviously probably some others no but this is certainly towards the end of that era when everything was shot yeah. this way um, and I definitely have like a nostal nostalgia for that look. Yeah. Like whether it's better or not, you can debate, but um, I, I love, I just think it's cool. So I don't really know like Batman. I don't remember what he actually does in all this movie. Yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> I'm so distracted by like Penguin's got stuff, Catwoman's got stuff, Max Shrek's got stuff. Yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> this movie's mostly about Catwoman fighting Shrek and then trying to use Penguin for her own. 
And I guess needs. they have their kind of like love story thing. Yeah, and and her when she's not in the suit and in the suit, there's like this yeah. relationship with Batman. They're attracted which is great. to each other. Yeah, sexual tension. <laughs> yeah, so they figure out. Um, she figures out who Batman is and he figures out who Catwoman is at the same time when they're dancing. When they're like right? licking each other. They're like dancing and whispering <laughs> each other. And I'm trying, it's like, I can't remember the quote, but he like finishes her sentence and then, yeah. and then they suddenly both realize that yeah. uh, the other one is the person also, they've been fighting in the suit. They're the only ones not wearing a mask during that whole party. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Because maybe their real face is the mask. <sighs> And the Batman Catwoman character. I think you should like teach a real class selves. on like superhero <laughs> philosophy. Tim Burton knew what he's doing. <laughs> <Da-na-na>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, so yeah, how obvious do you think to other people is it that Batman is Batman? I mean, I would be so distracted by a penguin dude walking around. I would never notice if Bruce Wayne was Batman. That's true. I mean, there's way crazier stuff going yeah. on than some rich dude, you know, running around well, as yeah. a bat. If he wants to wear rubber, cool. <laughs> um, how about, do you like Christopher Walken in this movie? Yeah, I uh, forgot Tim Burton, he ended up casting him because he scares him. Christopher, he's scared of Christopher Walken. <laughs> I, I can sympathize. <laughs> yeah, uh, but then he he later on uses, uses Christopher Walken in another movie. Does he? Sleepy Hollow. Oh, Also as a yeah. scary headless horseman, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. I think Christopher Walken is pretty good. He's creepy and fits the like evil millionaire i love the scene when he throws her out the window because he's you know he's like yeah he's like oh i could just kill you or whatever and then they're just like <laughs> and then he's like no really and then, yeah you know, it's a very funny it's great timing the way they yeah. do it um and then you know she comes back to work like nothing's happened yeah. like nothing happened like, which like Whoa. really throws him for a loop um yeah, I think he's cool. And I like that this movie is very, there's not like a super clear, like, who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. Like, there's a lot of moving parts going on. Yeah, I think even with Catwoman and the Penguin, like, the Penguin starts off with good intentions. Yeah, Max Shrek is kind of the only one who's very he's definitively bad a villain. because he yeah. murders someone the first, like, and, 10 minutes. And dumps, <laughs> like, all this toxic waste and stuff, I think, yeah. right? Um, but, but Catwoman, I never really feel like she's a straight up villain. She's always like in between. Yeah. Well, I mean, then she she does blow up like a whole building though. Wasn't it um, <laughs> for a reason though? I mean, I'm sure. to get revenge. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Um. So yeah, Batman doesn't really stick out that much. No. So I don't know if it's obvious that Bruce Wayne is Batman or not. <laughs> yeah, not to anybody but uh, Catwoman. It's pretty clear. Yeah. If you look Batman, you'll know who he is when yeah. you look that same person again. That's true. I mean, that's oh, the, the only fail-safe test. I forgot with this movie. So as a kid, I never picked up all on the uh, very inappropriate, oh cringy, like, sexual innuendo jokes. The whole scene where Catwoman goes <laughs> to Penguin's house. Oh, my God. <laughs> Penguin's, like, apartment or whatever is so he's, creepy. He's definitely uh, she, Frank from Always Sunny yeah, at that point. Yeah, and she, like, eats the bird, like, and spits that it That was real. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's how you get avian flu or something yeah <laughs> um but yeah there's definitely some doesn't yeah, i don't even remember something like says. flipper jokes like they haven't seen my flippers like yeah. you know you know <laughs> you get it <laughs> there's a lot of creepy gross stuff you know stuff. what i mean and i think you do so that part is that's the i don't know it's like comical now but i don't know if they necessarily need it it all doesn't that. bother <laughs> it me doesn't because they're, they're both clearly like help. unhinged people yeah so you know and they're both sort of just trying to use <laughs> their sexuality or whatever <laughs> yeah. penguin's got whatever he's got to going try on. and get what he wants you know? 
Um, so what do you think this movie does better than the others? Uh, I think the cast. I think this movie yeah. has the best cast of any Batman movie. Yeah, I would far. single in on best female villainish character. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's totally fair, too. I mean, by, by a long shot. I also like, this is another good, like, cartoony, but not too cartoony. Like, the penguins have, like, bombs strapped to them. And, oh, yeah, they have rockets. Yeah, the penguin drives around in, like, a giant rubber duck. Like, <laughs> so I like it's, all of that. It's very silly, but it's fit into a world that sort of fits that silliness yeah. in, an, in a way that's really satisfying. But, yeah, this movie has Catwoman and Michelle Pfeiffer, so that's hands down the best. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is, this is to me, like, the definitive early Batman movie by far. I mean, this is the one that I grew up watching all the time as a kid. I think between this and the first one, which Tim, Tim Burton's do you like better? I like the, I like this one better. The first one, you could argue that it maybe is a better movie. Yeah. But to me, this one is way more interesting, better cast, more, more interesting fun. villains. Yeah, I, I love this one to death. Yeah, I picked this one over the first one. Yeah, I would too, in terms of favorite for sure. So next up is... Batman Forever. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? In an uncertain world, in a chaotic time, justice wears a mask. <laughs> yeah not to be confused with batman and robin i will never not get these two movies confused because <gasps> they're backwards as obviously as backwards it really obviously should be batman and robin and then batman forever Definitely. i guess maybe he didn't know he'd be making up another one um this one's directed by joel schumacher and it's written by um 
I think it's a husband-wife duo, Lee Batchelor and Janet Scott Batchelor and Akiva Goldsman. Uh, racking up the, the numerous screenwriters already now. <laughs> um, all right. I don't know how to describe the story of this movie, so I'm going to read straight from Letterboxd. Here's what it says. The Dark Knight of Gotham City confronts a dastardly duo, Two-Face and the Riddler, formerly, formerly district... That's not right. Former district attorney Harvey Dent. <laughs> Two-Face believes Batman caused the courtroom accident which left him disfigured on one side, and Edward Nigma, computer genius and former employee of millionaire Bruce Wayne, is out to get the philanthropist as the Riddler. Former circus acrobat Dick Grayson, his family killed by Two-Face, becomes Wayne's ward and Batman's new partner, Robin. Also, Nicole Kidman is there. <laughs> as Dr. Chase Meridian. Yeah, a who character who serves no purpose whatsoever. Something other than the Meridian. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, <know>. that's a stretch. <laughs> um, so this one had a box office of $100 million. Totally worth it. <laughs> it's it all going towards Jim Carrey's Three spandex. times the amount that the first Batman was made for. Yeah. Just a few, just a couple of years before. Um, and it made $336 million, So it made actually a lot more than Batman Returns. I'm starting to wonder if I found like the wrong numbers for Batman Returns. Like what if, what if it mm. was actually, my, like how I, could this do I better than that? I got all those that? from IMDb. I'm pretty sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Cause I guess cause Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones were super popular at this point in time. So popular. You got Dumb and Dumber, Liar Liar. <laughs> what else? Yeah. See, this was 95. <laughs> what else was Jim Carrey doing at the time? Uh, probably Ace Ventura. Oh God. The mask. I don't know. Yeah. Oh man. He was on fire. <laughs> this was the year of Jim Carrey. <laughs> Let's see. 95. So yeah, but this came just after Dumb and Dumber and The Mask and Ace Ventura, there was Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and then Batman Forever. What a run. And then Cable Guy and then Liar Liar. That's quite a, ro- a Cable run, Guy's actually. Cable a dark comedy I'd like to revisit. Yeah, I'm not saying these are bad movies. And then Truman Show. That's like six Truman or seven movies awesome. in a row that yeah. were big or good in one way or another. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Um but this is prime, obnoxious, annoying Jim Carrey. Oh my God. This is the Jim Carrey I hate. <laughs> I would hate. Yeah. Not fun. Cannot stand him. <laughs> um, so uh, let's, let's get into just our general thoughts about this movie because I feel like we probably have a lot to say. There's so much going on. Like so much. Do you like and none this of movie it is good. No. Okay. It's bad. <laughs> I'm glad we agree. Except somehow. I don't even know. Like, how do you go from Batman Returns to this and then from this to Batman and Robin? Like, you would think someone would be like, okay, Batman Forever didn't work. I mean, Let's it did, do it though. more it made a lot of money. on steroids. I mean, probably <laughs> as far because, as like rating wise, it didn't work. Yeah. I mean, probably kids <laughs> like this stuff, but um, it's, I can't stand these two movies. I really can't. Yeah. It's really bad. It's just super obnoxious. They really are. Um, like, so, all right, here's, I'll say some good things about this movie. Um, I think, uh, Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face is actually all right. I think he's, he's a decent bad guy. Um, I like how they give his backstory like very quickly and it's like uh, just the way they do that flashback is, is do nice. Do you like his two girlfriends, Drew Barrymore and what's her name? <laughs> is it Vivica Fox? No. Who is That's it? That's Mr. Freeze's girlfriend. Oh, you're right. Uh, it's, what's her name? She's like the dark one, man. I can't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but is it, yeah, it's not sugar and spice, is it? Or is that? Yeah, I think it is. Oh, Debbie Mazar. I don't know who that is. 
You would know her if you saw her. She's um she's been in a lot of things we've seen. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> um and the other let's see, what was the other nice thing I was gonna say about it? <laughs> we get bat nips. That's and not, bat butt. not a nice thing I was Zoom in on say. bat butt. <laughs> Is or is that but I think Batman, Batman and Robin, Robin is the one that starts with them like putting on the suits and like the super close ups of their butts and crotches and stuff. This one has that too, but I don't know if we get the butt. Not, yeah. Um, <laughs> we definitely get nipples. Oh, I'll say, I think that in general, like the production design of the movie does a good job of like continuing that weird art deco look of the past two and turning it into something different without it feeling like a totally different thing. Yeah. Except that then they add a ton of terrible shiny cgi and uh really awful looking green screen there's a lot of cgi in this oh like uh, the the batmobile like fly around i get annoyed with the bat design getting more and more ridiculous like this this one i think it glows blue or something and has like a huge shark fin on the back oh yeah the batmobile looks pretty dumb in these two yeah um but oh my god this movie's just annoying it's really annoying yeah it's so bad like all the characters are obnoxious. None of them help like elevate one another. They're all just competing for screen time. Yes, for sure. And particularly I, Jim yeah. Carrey and Chris O'Donnell are just like oh my really God. trying really hard. <laughs> and then you have like freaking Nicole Kidman, who's basically just wants to have sex with Batman. Like that is her only like yeah thing she's going to be, like, for some her. Kind of, like psychoanalyst who's like obsessed with Batman. Yeah, but it serves like no purpose. It's to like how do you go from Michelle Pfeiffer to this? Yeah, like what? Um, uh, I did never. I, I did really didn't need to hear Jim Carrey scream joygasm. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> now. Now you now you got it again. I forgot about that. Uh, how about this? Do you remember the laundry scene when Robin folds the laundry? Oh my god! Like a, like ninja. a ninja. Yeah, it's like look out, Alfred. <laughs> it's bizarre. This is how we do it in the circus. Like I don't know. I mean, if if Joel Schumacher had made a movie about a laundry drying prodigy, I would be more interested. Um, also, it has a lot of good color use. I'll go. That's my only benefit. I love Tommy Lee Jones and Zebra or whatever. He's oh, Cheetah yeah. and Zebra and Pink Tiger Stripes. <laughs> um, Val Kilmer is terrible in this. I he, think he's a fine like Bruce Wayne, but he's just so boring. He's really boring. And I think here's my my take on it is that I feel like he's trying to do Batman as like really dry and confident. Yeah. And it but it comes across that he's just really bored. Yeah. He is very it's super boring monotone <laughs> and just like, yeah, there's no character to it at all. And he like I love that it's all voice activated for much of the like Bat Cave. So he's like chair. I uh, forgot mask about that. Or whatever. It's <laughs> like, yeah. come on, Val Kilmer. <laughs> um and this is I, I'm glad we're finally about to get a new Batman movie with the Riddler because I cannot believe this is the only screen Ugh. appearance of the Riddler because it's Riddler, such a piece of... S-H-I-T. The riddles aren't even like riddles. It's just... I don't even know. Well, yeah, here's the thing. is They're not clever. It's no. just like... Well, not, the whole point... The, what makes the Riddler a really interesting villain is that he's... Like all of the, than Batman. Exactly. Yeah. All of the villains in Batman's rogues gallery have like an advantage over Batman. Like Two-Face like used to be his partner, like his friend. Yeah. So there's like a relationship there, which makes it hard. And Joker is all about chaos, whereas Batman's about order. And the Riddler is smarter than Batman, or at least as smart. Like he's the only villain that can 
outsmart Batman. Yeah. And in this one, he's not. He's so stupid. Yeah, he's, he's really just, dumb. He's just like a drama student. He's just like super flamboyant. (laughs) And what's their plan again? They're trying to like, they're trying to figure out who Batman is by stealing brainwaves. And then like his brain gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. (laughs) They put like this blender on your head and it sucks out stuff. I mean, Oh, and the 3D like fishing effects come at uh-huh. you. And it's like <laughs> this. This one, Forever and Batman and Robin, both like I could see. Obviously, Schumacher was a fan of like the Adam West show. Clearly, like this is definitely meant like that. That's his view of Batman is like super camp, super silly. Yeah. Um. But it it just doesn't work for me at all. Like I just don't like it. Nope, it's really bad. <laughs> um. Some I only found two pieces of kind of interesting trivia about it. Um, one was that uh, in, I guess this is a book, Batman, the complete history. Uh, it says Michael Keaton said about turning down the role. Cause apparently he was offered to come back mm-hmm. for this. He said to lighten up and brighten it up to be a cartoon was of no interest <laughs> to me. Uh, I can see that. Agreed. Uh, and also here's one thing that would have made the movie better. Mark Wahlberg was Mark considered Wahlberg. for the role of Robin. <laughs> Man. So that would mother be for weird. me, Chase Meridian. Yeah. Well, wasn't he like a racist during this time? I mean, do you ever <laughs> stop being a racist? But I, like, I thought was he, he was. Did he have like a, a scandal? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. He used to beat up people or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It was awful. Whatever he did, it was awful. But I don't feel like Googling it right now. <laughs> Not worth it. Um, how obvious is you it? You know, that- the Batmans are disappearing. <laughs> How obvious is it that Bruce Wayne is Batman in this movie? Well, I don't know, because Val Kilmer's so boring. Bruce Agreed. Wayne is so boring. Agreed. Can you imagine him running around with a nipple bat suit? Probably not. It's also funny to me that both these two Schumacher movies, the um, the character arc for Robin is exactly the same in both of them. Like in this movie, yeah. it's all about like letting. <laughs> oh, well, first of all, Robin's thing is like, let me kill Two-Face because he killed my parents. Yeah. And Batman's like, no, you can't kill people. And then guess what? <laughs> Batman kills Two-Face. <laughs> cool. What a cool lesson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the, like trusting your partner or whatever. And then it's the exact same thing in the next movie. Yeah, it's so, I don't know. It hits you over the head and it's just bad. It's just like made, for, I don't even, like elementary school people wrote this. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Yeah, that was the other thing I wrote down. It's is just like, for kids, like we have to be good and blah, blah, blah. Batman Forever doesn't have a plot, period. It doesn't. It's a, it's a series like, of one-liners yeah. and, and random characters doing random stuff. <laughs> Like there's no, it's nothing, literally there's not a single line in this movie that's not meant to be a joke. Yeah. Um, and that would be cool if it was like, you know, a good movie, but it's not, <laughs> like the jokes are not funny. It was such a slog to get through this movie. It really yeah. was. All right. I don't even know what else to say. What does this movie do better than the others? Nothing. That's exactly <laughs> what I wrote. I literally, I mean, I I'm sorry that, yeah. for anybody out who's listening who like really loves these two movies, but I genuinely couldn't think of anything. I can't stand this movie. No. Can he move the, his bat suit? Can he move his head in this one? I doubt it. Better than Michael Keaton's bat suit. <laughs> Maybe. Can he pee? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, the only performance in this movie that I think is decent as tommy lee jones and the rest of them well, he's so awful. over the top though it reminds me a lot of uh that's his the best natural tommy, born killers yeah. that's role. the best kind of tommy lee jones he's just like ah! yeah. <laughs> and then jim carrey is equally obnoxious but not in a like talented obnoxious like he's on f-u-c-k and cocaine in this movie 
Well, what do you think of all of Jim Carrey's Riddler outfits? I personally I like the like light up question mark blinking leisure suit thing he has going on. I, I couldn't even <laughs> tell you. I've blacked it out from my memory. <laughs> I only remember the skin tight uh, green one. Yeah. He has a few. Then there's like the glittery white and green bedazzled skin tight suit he oh, wears. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's so weird. Yeah. It's awful. Um, anything else left to say? I got nothing else for Batman Forever. Well, it's forever. all it's up the last here time I'm ever going to talk about Batman Forever. Yeah. Uh, so, unfortunately, next up is Batman and Robin. My name is Freeze. Learn it well, for it's the chilling sound of your doom. This is the way the world could end. Please, show some mercy. With ice. With a kiss. With venom. I probably should have mentioned this. I'm... Poison. Poison Ivy. And the only man who can stop them. I freeze. I'm Batman. Can't do it alone. Batman will watch his beloved Gotham perish. And love, boys, there's a storm coming. Kill the heroes! It's the hockey team from hell! Cool party! Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right, everyone, chill! George Clooney. Julian of the marrying kind. I know you've had your wild nights. Good night. Wild doesn't doesn't quite cover it. Chris O'Donnell. I want a car. Chicks dig the car. This is why Superman works alone. Uma Thurman. So many people to kill. So little time. Alicia Silverstone. And you are? Batgirl. That's not awfully PC. What about that person? Found the Batcave. She knows who we are. Guess we'll just have to kill her. Yep. In Joel Schumacher film. Strength. And courage. Partners. Honor. Partners. And loyalty. Partners. It all comes together. We're going to need a bigger cave. Batman and Robin. Which came out in 1997, also directed by Joel Schumacher. Uh, so this one, Batman and Robin try to work out their partnership while Gotham is terrorized by a cool guy named Mr. Freeze. Boy. I made that up, okay, I think. good job. A bad pun. <laughs> Somewhere in the Amazon, Poison Ivy and her boy Toy Bane make their way to Gotham because money? <laughs> <laughs> and tries to turn the fighting duo against one another. Another hero, Batgirl, shows up because at this point, why not? <laughs> and voila, Gotham is saved from another Ice Age slash Rainforest takeover. <laughs> <sighs> So this one had a budget of 125 million. Even which, more. 
but it made even less, $238 million. Which is the least of any of them up to this point. Yeah, I assume it's based on nothing but, like, yeah, commercials. Nothing. I don't know, <laughs> Batman commercials. <laughs> um, so, let's see. I'm trying to think. What's your favorite Mr. Freeze pun? <laughs> yeah, so in this movie, we get Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, Bane... Batman, Batgirl, Robin. And sort of, it's, there's a weird thing. Uh, the guy who, like, kills Poison Ivy, or, or her boss or whatever, down in Venezuela. Or yeah. He, he, in the comics, he's the Floronic Man. He's Dr. <laughs> Woodrow. Does he glow? I don't remember. He's like a plant man. Yeah. He's, invo- he's involved in the Swamp Thing storyline. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just add even uh, another one. Bang! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my review of this movie. Um, so, yeah, okay. There's a lot to digest in this movie. This one is literally like a toy commercial. Oh my god, it's and so I'm insane. pretty sure that um, I think I read in the trivia that Joel Schumacher kept telling everybody, like, remember, you're in a cartoon. You're in a cartoon. Mm. While they're like trying to act out stuff so it's like this doesn't make sense and then i'm uh it was also intended to sell toys yeah like you can tell by the like 500 different action stuff we get on ice yeah batman yeah hockey batman batman or whatever (laughs) reinforced batman yeah kissable batman (laughs) um yeah this movie to me is like um in particular of these two schumacher movies this one is like somebody who's like, I want to make a comic book movie, except they haven't read a comic book since like 1945. Yeah. Uh, cause especially it's <laughs> funny because the comic nineties comics could not have been farther from this. Nineties yeah. comics were like super grim and dark, <laughs> uh, like comedically. So, so yeah, it was like, I don't know. It's kind of funny to me that this is like a comic book quote movie. Yeah. But very not comic book of the time. I mean, this one is insane with color, too, so I could definitely see the cartoony comic feel, but the dialogue is just, like, trash. It's so bad. It really is. Uh, so, Mr. Freeze, you want to guess how many puns he says? Oh, it's got to be, like, 40. 27? Okay. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm I, to, I, I don't over, even remember, I, like, half of them. I think I over-estimated. Yeah! <laughs> um, so after this movie wrap George Clooney said I think we just killed the series uh, yep. uh, he has been known to refund people on the street who have seen the film uh, Schumacher also apologizes for the film but before filming well I already said that he would he would tell everyone remember it's a cartoon did, and we have to sell toys <laughs> did you have anything did you find anything in the trivia or anything about why George Clooney did this movie I think he was trying to transition from TV to movies okay so he was big on er ER, right now and i think he's the only one who actually had a successful career after this movie because everybody else's Um, career kind of tanked uma thurman but it wasn't like big like george clooney's yeah i mean not until kill bill i guess yeah um which yeah that's true like alicia silverstone was totally done after this and chris (sighs) o'donnell i've never seen anything else Schwarzenegger. this was probably like i mean he was fine he was big already well yeah but i'm trying to think what a big movie of his after this the only one to maybe be true lies if that was after this would have been well he did a lot of like those sci-fi action movies like uh 
the clone baby one. <laughs> the sixth day? Yeah. yeah, that's true. I forgot. And about probably that. whatever Terminator series. I don't yeah. know if he this was. This is definitely the end of his prime, though, I would say. Yeah. Or past it. Uh, how do you feel about George Clooney as Batman? He's awful. He's even worse than Val Kilmer. He knows it's bad, though. And I Clearly. think he just completely checked oh, out it's, during he's it. He's visibly disinterested. He, <laughs> he's just like saying his lines to get through the day. Right. You, it's so clear that he could not care less about this movie. And you, you have to wonder, like, I wonder if he was a big fan or like what drew him to play Batman because on paper it's like oh yeah George Clooney is like a playboy billionaire sure yeah it could totally work he'd probably if he actually gave a S-H-I-T he could be a really good Bruce Wayne yeah I could see that but not yeah I feel bad for him I feel bad for everybody in this movie yes but especially Alicia Silverstone Uh I have so much trivia on this and it makes me so mad all all the crap she went through okay so Batgirl was like on the poster in this movie, but you'll realize as you're watching, she is barely in it at all. She True. has like a couple of motorcycle race scenes it, she has and one fight at the end. The most bizarre side plot of the movie where Alfred is like Her, dying, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really <laughs> so weird. weird. And has like a secret <laughs> computer file. Yeah. Super strange. So all these Batgirl scenes were cut because she gained some weight and she couldn't fit in her outfit and the outfit had to be remade. Oh, that's awful. Which then... It gets worse. The press crucified her over her weight and mocked her for being too fat to fit in her costume. Um, Some storyboard guy who I can't believe he still works. Timothy Burgard thought it'd be funny to draw a poster, call it clueless to casting Batgirl after hearing she couldn't fit in her costume and spread it around as an onset joke. That's horrible. Yeah. And then all the journalists were like, I don't know. Plus, all about body weight issues. And Joel Schumacher, he did come to her defense and just said, like, how awful is it that you all are picking on a teenager yeah, on her she's weight? Like, what, 19 or something? Yeah, when they were she was 19 movie? or 20 when they were filming. Jeez. So I just feel so bad for her because, like, she's a really good actress. She is, I love yeah. her in Clueless. And to go from that to this, it, like, ruined her career because they all thought she was fat. It's like, oh my God. Well, and even if she hadn't gone through that, the movie's garbage. It would have might have exactly. ruined her career anyways. Yeah, that's a real shame because I did like her a lot. Yeah. And she's kind of done like nothing. Like almost nothing. We did see her recently though. The Lodge, right? Yeah. She, I was like, uh, is that Alicia Silverstone? She's in it for a grand total of about five minutes. Yeah. She did do Blast from the Past. That might have been after this or right before. I don't mm. know. Which I still think is funny, but I've I haven't seen, seen it, it in like 20 years, so. Don't hold um, me to it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, so after reading that, I was just like, oh my God, like, first of all, like, move her scenes to the end of the script. Is it really going to take, like, how many months to make a new Batgirl suit? I don't understand. Yeah, it's just pretty ridiculous. But yeah. Um, but yeah, her whole side plot is weird. And I don't know if that was made remember, because of what this. What was or the not. whole secret that she finds when she hacks Alfred's computer with a CD that ROM Bruce or whatever? Is Batman. Oh, okay. And then she gets cool. her Batgirl suit after that. Yeah, oh, the CD right. ROM hack. Yeah, it's really <laughs> like weird. Peggy or whatever the oh, password yeah, was. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was like <laughs> Alfred's sister or whatever. Like, why are they giving Alfred, like, this huge family subplot? It's or super they, weird. It's like his whole family is a, a long line of butlers. or <laughs> Yeah, it's super weird. Super yeah. weird. 
Um, and yeah, she's got like a Fast and Furious uh, plot. Yeah, she's like a badass motorcycle. <laughs> and racer. it just bothered me and every time we were watching it. They just like smeared her face with like dust and stuff. Like she just got back from motorcycling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like what? Motorcycling. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> um. Uh, but should we talk about the one redeeming character in this whole movie? <laughs> Let's definitely, yeah. Let's talk about Poison Ivy. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I mean, she's ridiculous, as are every all the characters in this movie, but Uma Thurman 100% owns it. Yeah, she knocks it out great. of the park. <laughs> That's the only reason why this movie, has a for me, has a higher rating than Batman yeah. Forever. The only reason, because it is a worse movie, for it's sure. It's definitely worse. <laughs> but uh, Uma Thurman genuinely cares about making this character funny and interesting and have a lot of personality and definitely. not just like a joke. Uh, and so she's great. I mean, there is pretty much always great, but yeah, yeah, she's definitely the only <laughs> redeeming thing in this whole movie. She's so over the top too. And then the whole like, uh, what was is like her whole monkey dance thing where she's like wearing the gorilla oh suit. God, Apparently that is that. based off some old movie. Oh, really? Yeah. But I can't remember now what it was. <laughs> the square. Yes. <laughs> Before it even came out. <laughs> um, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger is into the whole camp thing too, clearly, but it his is not as like interesting because this is just so stupid. Yeah, his he has to save his dying wife by getting yeah. diamonds. Can we talk about to how cure stupid... a rare disease? Yeah, let's back up here. Can we talk about how which stupid... Alfred has? I forgot Alfred has the same disease. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I forgot that. Let's talk about how stupid <laughs> this is that he's stealing diamonds. So that he can afford to hold the city hostage for money. Yes. Like, <laughs> if he's stealing the diamonds, couldn't he just use that as the money? <laughs> like no, sell the it doesn't diamonds? work that way. Instead of, <laughs> instead of selling the diamonds, he used the diamonds to make a giant ice ray to hold the city hostage. Seems like a way more complicated way to <laughs> raise so money. I mean, he could He could have just had a GoFundMe probably yeah. and done fine. And then somehow... Uma Thurman or Poison Ivy teams up with this guy who wants to do an ice age and like she's all about the rainforest and saving yeah. plants and animals. I don't get it. And then all remember the little dog is like peeing and it freezes and then everyone melts later. And it's uh, like, yeah. yeah. So, oh, it's so, <laughs> it's weird. so weird. Yeah. The family actually, I mean, Mr. Freeze is you would think Mr. Freeze would be there's not a way to do the character that's not stupid, but yet again, <laughs> this is another place where the animated series will prove you wrong and does like one of the most heartfelt and heartbreaking episodes of the show is about Mr. Freeze. It's so much better than this ever could dream of being. Yeah, it's super bad. Uh, oh, I did have one thing that is genuinely really brilliant in this movie, and it's super weird to me. There's this speech that Alfred gives in the beginning, or not yeah. in the beginning, somewhere in the middle, about Batman that's like one of the best reads of the character mm. ever. And it's super weird. It feels out of place because it's so smart. They probably just plagiarized it for Al something. Alfred says... Death and chance stole your parents, but rather than become a victim, you have done everything in your power to control the fates. For what is Batman if not an effort to control the chaos that sweeps our world? Like, well, that's actually kind of brilliant. <laughs> like that's a great read on the character of Batman. Like Yeah. Yep, too bad none of the rest of it actually has anything to do with that at all. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, you know, uh, Batman is all about curbing the chaos. Now go fight that freeze man on a on a hockey. <laughs> yeah, go play hockey. Evil with, hockey team. <laughs> and and while, while you and Robin fight about getting kissed. Oh God. Oh yeah. So how is kissed from a rose in Batman Forever and again, not this one? It doesn't make sense. somebody like. 
That's it's so like they planned out all these two I think, movies I think and then this something is a, got um, swapped. <laughs> Mandela effect thing. Yeah. Like I think at some point the names were swapped and yes. in another dimension. Because <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It is really strange, yeah. <laughs> um, so weirdly enough, this is the only film where nobody knows Bruce Wayne is Batman. Is that true? Yes. That is weird. Nobody figures it out and he doesn't tell anybody. Well, that's not true. What's her name figures? Uh, Alicia Silverstone. I guess maybe none of the villains find out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because Joe, jo- does Joker know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Somebody think, finds out. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, I mean, Vicky Vale finds out in that one for sure. Well, actually, I think when the Joker, some, I know at one scene he gets hit in the face and his mask breaks. Is that from the second one I or the remember. first one? And they see who it is and stuff. Uh, but yeah, never dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. <laughs> that guy's voice is so weird. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Bane is also really stupid. Do you think this Bane is better than Dark Knight Rises Bane? <laughs> I genuinely, I genuinely don't know. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't bode well for when we get to Dark Knight Rises. I genuinely yeah. don't know. I mean, this Bane's at least kind of funny. It's very cartoonish. Yeah, and it has like Captain America effects. <laughs> Yeah, I like when his muscles like burst out of his clothes. It's cool. (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. What else have we forgotten about this film already? Uh, Oh, man. I just thought of something I can't remember. That was all all I had written down. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we agreed Poison Ivy is the only redeeming thing from this movie. For sure. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Do you think for all four of these films, uh, Gordon isn't really a part of oh, totally. any of it? Yeah, which is super weird. I always feel like, and maybe because he is in the cartoon, and maybe that's why as a kid I was like, Gordon's like a major character in the Batman universe. I but think he's he's like a side character in some of this. Like, um, Is he the same? Is it played by the same actor? I think through so. Through all four of these? That's so weird. Um, but yeah, yeah, you never get like plays any a very small Gordon role stuff. in all four of these. Yeah, it is weird. Um because yeah, I mean Gordon is like one of the main characters in the Nolan trilogy. He's one of the main characters in the in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it is strange in four movies, and the police commissioner's not really present in any real way. Um, um and which <laughs> we'll have to play this. Uh, I was gonna talk about Alfred and his like what was it Diet Coke commercial? <laughs> da, da, <laughs> da, it's <laughs> Diet Coke. Hello, Gotham Corner Store. Yes. We seem to be down to our last Diet Coke. A gentleman is on his way to pick some up. Just look for a black car. No, this black car will be rather difficult to miss. And by the way, the gentleman is usually in quite a rush. Just for the taste of it, Diet Coke. Ah. Like even Alfred got some uh, marketing deals out of this yeah i can't remember which that might have been for batman forever i don't remember but i i think michael kane is probably i don't know which alfred do you like better michael kane <laughs> he's more uh she was only something <laughs> there was this is gonna be stupid but there there was another batman cartoon a couple of years ago called the batman i think and that i'm trying to remember who played it somebody really good played alfred in that the voice of alfred that one was re- really good it was alfred was like there's always different versions of Alfred, and that one was uh, the one where he was like an ex, like Brit, not whatever the British version of Navy SEAL was. So he had yeah. all this like military training, which was kind of cool. So, of these four movies, 
how would you rank them before we do like our overall ranking in the next episode? I mean, it's pretty <laughs> obvious. I don't think there's any two, one, four, three. Yeah, probably. I would probably do two, one, three, four. Yeah, I mean, again, I think the only reason I put this one over uh, Batman and Robin is, um, I mean, over Batman Forever. God. <laughs> it's Uma, it doesn't Uma, make sense. Uma Thurman's the only reason I'd put this one above the other one yeah. otherwise they're two pieces of garbage that i never want to watch again did batman and robin ever mend their friendship and partnership uh sort of i mean in both movies did that's they agree to be partners and not they have the exact same character <laughs> arc in these two movies yeah it's pretty dumb but at least we got bat nipples and yeah bat i'm so, so glad we got that really important <laughs> totally worth it so, any other thoughts on any of these four Batman movies? No, I'm super excited to move on to some movies I actually like. Do we? Uh, Wait until we get to Dark Knight Rises. I like three of the <laughs> next... And Batman v Superman. I have three of the next five I really like a lot. Okay. So. <laughs> That's good. That's better than this. It's a better track record. Yeah. Than We're 50-50 so far. <laughs> there used to be a gray and tower alone on the sea. dark side of me Love remains a drug that's high and not the hill But did you know that when it snows my eyes become large and the light that you shine can't be seen So for this mini segment, we're going to talk about the recent trailer that came out for The Batman 2021. Can I read the, the plot synopsis? Sure. The plot is unknown. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie may be coming out next year. Who knows? I heard Robert Pattinson has COVID, but whatever. Um, so it's going to be directed by Matt Reeves, who I'm on the fence about. Because he did Let Me In remake, which was awful. Did you see, I didn't know you saw that. Pretty sure we did. Uh, I didn't. Um, but Cloverfield is fine. And some of the Planet of the Apes movies are fine. Uh, the, he did the last two, right? Or did he do all three of he them? He did Dawn and War. Yeah, those are the two really, really good ones. Yeah. So I think it's a mixed bag. It'll be interesting to see. Um, and so we're going to get Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. The Batman. Which I am definitely excited for. Yes. Although, after watching the trailer, his suit looks comically big on him. Because you know like how lanky he is and skinny. Yeah, do we want to talk about the cast of the trailer first? Because I have a lot of thoughts about the trailer. Well, I'll run through the cast and then we can... Um... Okay. Okay, so for this movie, we're also going to get a few villains. Uh, so, Paul Nano. What? Sorry, I just saw who the second person credit is. I did not yeah, know that. I'll get back to that. <laughs> Villains first. Okay. Uh, Paul Dano is going to be playing the Riddler slash Edward, Edward Nashton. Nashton. Is that really <laughs> his name? I guess I that's, thought it was I Edward Nigma. Yeah, I guess that's a little too hard. To Nashton. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin slash Oswald Couplepot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, maybe bad person i don't know selena kyle catwoman will be played by zoe kravitz mm-hmm. and 
Andy Circus our our golem guy as Alfred Pennyworth. I, I don't know how, if I didn't know that at all or if I just forgotten. That's awesome. I don't think we saw him in the trailer. You hear his voice, but I thought it was somebody else. And then Jeffrey Wright, who we've seen in uh, Westworld and Casino Royale, some Bond films. He's going to be James Gordon. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And yeah, some I didn't realize. Peter's, I mean, some, I don't know how big these roles are, but like Peter Sarsgaard is the district attorney and John Turturro is Carmen Falcone. Yeah. Falcone. That's pretty cool. That is very (laughs) cool. So overall, I think the cast is pretty awesome. Yeah. But we'll have to see. So what do you think about the trailer? I mostly think it's really cool. Uh, I agree with you. I think the Batman, it does look a little big, but my problem with it is it looks a little too busy. Like it's over, it's over designed. Yeah. Like, especially given that this is supposed to be, from what I keep hearing, it's supposed to be like year two of Batman, like very early in his career, but not like the very beginning. Like, it seems like it's very like overly complicated. Lots of like little, I don't know, it's too designed. It's not very simple, which I was hoping for like a very sleek, simple look. Yeah. It actually reminds me of Boulevard Man's. Yep. Which, if you're not from Atlanta or the (laughs) boulevard, (laughs) there's a guy who has made his own Iron Man costume and walks around uh, Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. He's like like one of those real-life crime fighter guys, I think. His outfit looks a lot like this. (laughs) Yeah, it's very bulky and just like lots of little parts. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, this is supposed to take place before what? I mean, I think it's a whole new continuity but it's early in Batman's career. I just really hope we get to see what happened to his parents. Oh my God. <laughs> see, if I had to see pearls one more time, I swear to God. Can we mix it up a bit? Um, also, a lot of people from this trailer have been talking about how Colin Farrell does not look like Colin Farrell. Uh-huh. And he does look a bit like a monster man. I, would, <laughs> I definitely would never know that was him if I didn't, yeah. if I never looked it's, it up. They're like, people were like lining up his eyes with like his picture and stuff. Well, yeah, there was like the makeup artist who did the prosthetics were like yep that's him on twitter and people were still like i don't know yeah they were like look dude i put the (laughs) makeup on him myself (laughs) Um, Uh, but i also he doesn't i don't know what he's going for if he's going to be like become the penguin like i don't know penguin's backstory at all other from what we saw in correct returns yeah i'm I'm in total agreement with you and i mean there's a lot of penguin seven the animated series that's cool but um like i'm guessing he's just going to be some big like mobster guy yeah, I don't know how... Not actually it a seems penguin like, man. <laughs> from what the trailer shows, it seems like the main plot is like, Batman, maybe he's doing well in his career, like he, you know his war on crime is a success so far, but then Riddler comes along who's smarter than him and who basically is doing this stuff, like kind of holding the city hostage, kind of the same way Joker does in Dark Knight, it yeah. seems like. Like Batman reveal himself. Or else. Um, right. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, I could see that being a good plot. I don't. I'm very curious to see how Catwoman and um, the Penguin uh, fit into that plot. I hear. I haven't read this, but I hear that it looks like it's borrowing a lot from Batman Ego, which is a graphic novel that um, uh, the late Darwin Cook wrote and drew. Um, so that's, uh, that's cool. I want to read that now cause I'm very curious, but I don't, I don't really know what that's about, but supposedly that's what it's kind of based on a little bit. I'm excited for Zoe Kravitz to play Catwoman, but 
the like design of her little hoodie mask thing. Well, she looks just like it a- looks ridiculous. Like, why is it so big? She has like this thin piece covering her nose, and then it's just like all open. Yeah, like, that sort of looked like face. a motorcycle helmet that didn't fit. <laughs> it's like, what are you guys doing? And yeah. then the little like ears are not really ears it's yeah. just like pulled well that's why yeah i like that all the other characters besides batman they look their costumes look very like real world yeah but uh batman's looks very like you know super duper over designed and then we also get a cool batmobile which yeah it's only in it for like a second i don't remember what it looks like really. i mean it looks like a mad max car. oh there was that like picture they released even before the trailer right where he's like working on the car or something. yeah i'm guessing it's gonna be like fury road <laughs> so it's kind of like oh yeah, it's like a yeah it does look very mad max you're car, right um with some sort of flame coming out the back because that's what you do gotta go fast 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 <laughs> yeah uh so what else we got that's all we really have in the trailer i yeah. don't know if i appreciate the like nirvana song playing over it or not uh, <laughs> i'm getting uh, tired i'll of tell this you crap. what <laughs> at least it's the actual song and not like some slow piano cover of it feels slower song. than it should that's be that's a real song though but it feels it's a little slowed down <laughs> it's uh, a little slow <laughs> okay um yeah i'm at this point i'm just really curious and i'm also curious to know what robert pattinson's voice is going to be like because it's well, never he kinda the same says something Does he? there yeah he said something at the end of the trailer oh, okay well there's also those weird like jokerish people too that he beats up everyone's yeah. like he just like pulverized his face <laughs> yeah that one seems pretty so pretty i wonder crazy. if this is going to be related in any sort of timeline to other batman no, movies they said it's not then who are these like clowns I don't know, it's possible like the joker exists in this universe but he's not in the movie harper i need to know who these people are <laughs> <laughs> i think it's supposed to be joker dudes but yeah i don't know well, it's weird. Oh my because... god! Look on IMDb under the production notes. It says status unknown. Comments: production halted again. That's what it yeah, says. Again, it's never coming out. <laughs> it's like, all right, you don't have to get smart with me. IMDb yeah. production notes. Well, I heard he tested positive, but they right. were continuing to film stuff without him and using like stunt doubles to get stuff done. Which yeah, I just like don't rush it. Like, just take your time. Yeah, that's that's I. I mean, this is a major sidetrack, but that's what I feel like. All the these productions that are happening right now and release dates and stuff. Yeah, there's no reason. Like, unless your movie has to come out like on the anniversary, like that Apollo 11 movie or whatever yeah. last year that came out like on the anniversary of the moon landing. Like, okay, that's a good reason to like rush the movie and get it done for a certain day. Otherwise there's no reason why you can't just take your yeah. time. Like <laughs> whether this movie comes out next year or in 2022 or 2025, I could care less. Yeah. It's going to it's still like, people will still care about it and people will still go see it. Like if it's safer for <laughs> the people involved making it and for the people who have to go out and see it, then push it back for God's sakes. Yeah. I don't understand. Soapbox it's just not over. worth it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't know if I have anything else to talk about it. We won't really. I don't know who's doing the music. If we'll get a cool Batman theme or not, uh, let's or if they've out. even like thought about that. Who knows? Uh, it's Michael Giacchino. Giacchino. I always forget it. What else has he done? Everything. Like what? Uh, Star Trek, the other Planet of the Apes movies, Cloverfield. The most recent Jurassic World movies, Jojo Rabbit, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movies. I mean, he's he's like, you know, one of the most, uh, hardest working composers now. Yeah. He did uh, uh, Rogue One. Yeah, does tons and tons and tons of stuff. Um, 
yeah but yeah it's uh let me see uh one last thing i'll look, i want to look at who's writing it uh bill finger wow that dude's still working even though he's like 112 <laughs> years old uh no but i'm glad they give credit to bill finger now finally when they do these uh it's just written by peter craig and matt reeves what Ooh, else is peter craig written? not good Ooh, the town oh the town was awful we just watched that recently yeah not good <laughs> gladiator 2 Oh no. oh no they're yeah. making a sequel to gladiator yikes all of these movies are iffy yeah well matt reeves is better he co-wrote it with him so but yeah i don't know i mean i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to a new batman after the the last two batman movies we've gotten have been utter total and utter garbage so that's true can't, can't <laughs> get much worse than that everyone keep your fingers crossed <laughs> yeah what if it is garbage oh my god I can't have another bad Batman experience. Yeah, I might be done with <laughs> Batman for a up, while. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. All right. So yeah, I guess um I guess that will wrap us up for this one. Um you can always see a list of all four movies we talked about on this episode <laughs> on our letterboxd. Um you can follow us on Twitter at Spliced Podcast or on Facebook at Spliced Together. Uh let us know what you think of the first chunk of the batman franchise what's what are your favorites what are your least favorites how wrong are we about batman forever and batman and robin um but uh yeah what's and tell us why you agree that catwoman is the best of all the characters in these movies michelle pepper um but yeah anyways we'll see you on another episode of sliced Sliced together. together